Marawa, live on 947. Just trying to piece together the story that we spoke to you about uh, yesterday that has to do with the South African Football Association uh, together with uh, Banyana Banyana. What exactly is going on? Uh, that is, for me, uh, I think we've been having so many different pieces of the story coming together. And um, we've even had NEC members coming through and going on social media, uh, disrespecting our football legend in Dr. Kumalo, and also just uh, saying that Safa made the Manana Banyana players suffer made them you know so w- when you get to hear of such things uh, then you get a bit confused you know I-, I thought the maker is only one maker depending on who you believe in from a religious perspective is, is the man above uh, but I-, I did not know that the South African Football Association is very capable of making human beings especially females that play football and are going to the World Cup yeah he says that um, Whatever he said, he was saying it in his personal capacity. Yeah. Granted, you can say whatever you want to say in your personal capacity. But the minute you plant that onto a social media platform, how then does it still become your personal view about it? So uh, we'll try and interrogate all of that and a whole lot more. And we do welcome, as we always do on the show, uh, your comments. So the WhatsApp voice note number is 0607080484 0607080484 Do join us uh, in the conversation. You can give us a call as well uh, if you want to take part because I know a lot of you have been asking since yesterday as to what and what kind of approach are we going to take. It's, it's been a, a national headline grabbing story and it so deserves the platform that we are going to be getting it off because you talk about a send-off game anybody that's heading off to a world cup it does not matter what sporting code it is you give the people the respect they've earned it they've fought hard they've played hard and we still don't even have a professional league here in south africa remember some of the ladies yeah they've done well managed to go across the borders of this country to go and play their trade overseas and play football and they come back better players, better players to take uh, the South African dream from a female football perspective to a different level. And then they come here, they come back home, and they get the level of disrespect. So uh, we've been trying to track down the vice president of SAFA. Uh, one of the things that we did do yesterday, reach out to the SAFA president. We've reached out to the minister. They had a meeting today uh, also just to find out uh, who exactly is in the mix with regards to the conversations who is saying what what is the conclusion about it let me get uh, former banyana banyana player Porsche modise uh, to quickly give us an opinion uh, on this uh, Porsche, good evening welcome to the show 
Good evening, Praro Punjan. I'm good, thanks. I'm good, but worried. Not a problem, not a problem. Portia, you've seen what has happened. Um, It's played out in front of all of us. How do you break this down? How do you, as a former player, a record breaker in terms of the caps, the goals and everything else, how does this sit with you? This is embarrassing, I'm upset of it. But I've been preaching, I've been preaching about this. It's just that in South Africa, it only gives problems two minutes. Then it gives corruption the whole year. So I've been talking about this, saying things need to change in Banyana Banyana. People, they need to come and look at what is happening in Banyana and, and, and try to help and and, and give better solution and, and, and make sure with these girls they, they, they in a, they, they're receiving the better resources. You know, Prarob, when, you ask, when you're talking about the solution, this thing, this thing is not a rock and science. It doesn't need uh, to spread more resources in the country. A contractor, they must just make a copy, everything is equal. Then Banyana Banyana go to play. Why biggest meetings and meetings and meetings and meetings? We just want equality. The contract that you have for Ibanyana, for Ibafan, just, just, just to check everything, paste and copy. Then we're done. We, we continue. We're talking about the new sponsor, Sebafana. Then everything is it's well. So why are we pieces cracking our heads here? What, what do you think the association suffer should have done? I, I hear you. You say that they should have just taken Bafana Bafana contracts and then just changed them to Banyana Banyana contracts. Then that establishes equality once and for all. How, how should they have handled it more than that, given what happened with the Takane Stadium, uh, the, the quality uh, of that stadium and all a, that? It's not a first time. respect you. So I'm, I'm surprised with everyone, Manju, she's been saying these things. Just because now Banyana Banyana stood up, and I'm happy good for the first time they stood up, because without them stooding up, I was the crazy one. I guess. So now when they stood up, people now they start to say, oh, Oposha said it. You know, it's about time with this thing needs to change. And if South Africa is not going to help us to change this, Mamela, this thing is going to continue because the people who are, who are in that office, they don't believe in women's football. You know, I see they are appointing women to be CEO. Uh, that woman also it doesn't have power because they, 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 they overpower that woman. So it's like we're having a face, but the face is not doing nothing. So you're, say, you're, saying, you're saying that the, the SAFA CEO... Lindia Manyapao does not have any power. She is just Why there. the players are complaining about her, which is suppressing them. But she's a former player. We would expect her to know the struggles, or does yes, that not matter? That is why, that is why I always get upset of this woman, Prabhup. When they get power, they forget why we voted for them. Why we having a hope. Finally, at least we have a woman on power. Things will change. You'll start thinking for women than thinking for men. But these girls, they're complaining about the CEO. This CEO is suppressing us, but he was a former player. Why they are not supporting us, these women? These are the very same thing I used to cry with the women they were us. It's not changing. It's still happening.
All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Um, also, just to try and clear the line, um, I'll introduce my guest who's in studio in just a second. It's, we managed to track down the vice president of SAFA, that's uh, Bennett uh, Bailey. Uh, who joins me on the line and given all that has happened right now uh, we thought let's uh, give him a voice uh, because as Safa they've released uh, two videos that they've sent out I've posted one of them on my timeline so if you want to listen to the first six minutes of that kindly go through to the Twitter handle you'll find it there Uh, there's been this ugly standoff rocked our football to its lowest pits Uh, Sunday was just an absolute disgrace an embarrassing episode the South African Football Association uh, left with egg on their face Forced to scramble the makeshift Manana squad to face Botswana in that final World Cup warm-up friendly after the regular World Cup uh, bound squad boycotted the game over the ongoing financial dispute with Safa. So the South African women's football side scheduled to clash uh, with Botswana in that send-off game. Uh, so let me bring in Bennett Bailey. Thank you so much for picking up our call. I know there's been a whole mountain of meetings throughout the entire day. Where do we stand right now? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Rob, and thanks for this opportunity. I can tell you that um, it looks like we found uh, each other in the video. I think I've concluded by saying that we will need each other. The players will need the administrators. The administrators will need the players because without each other, we cannot exist. So we found each other and we are busy sorting that out. And we're having a joint press conference with the players tomorrow at Salfa House at 11 o'clock where we will make all these announcements. And everything is on schedule. Everything is back where it belongs. We are there now. So how, what has happened? Um, The players um, requested, uh, I don't want to use this very strong word, demanded. Oh, but let me use the word. Demanded a couple of things. Some was very easy to sort out, but when it comes to the issue of money, that's the most difficult part. Okay, and and I think that the letter in itself from FIFA is clear on all of this. It's very clear as to where money must go to, and and those were some of the facts that were misrepresented in the public space, and that was brought back, and the players understood, and we read the letter all together as to who should get what, and with the commitment that from Safa's side, that we will see um, and secure funds from outside the organization and to make this work. I think let's clear the issue about the the, the FIFA funds, though. I want you to put on record. So the the FIFA funds that are due to each and every one of the participating ladies will go directly to their bank accounts. Can we confirm that it will not go via the FA? You see, that is the confirmation that we cannot. And if you read that letter also with me together, there's no ex, uh, definite confirmation it will go directly to each and every player. Now, let me explain this part, Rob, and I'll give me a second to explain this part. No problem. Because that is also in the video. Even if that money comes to Safa, we cannot touch it. If we touch it, that will cost our membership. And each and every year, when Safa, Safa FIFA releases funds to Safa, they send their own auditors their own auditors to come and conduct uh, an investigation if the funds were spent uh, according to its intended purposes. So, And we receive a clean bill of health. So we haven't used any of players' funds right throughout. So if there was doubt and mistrust, there's no reason for that. All right. So basically, again, I, I know that you've said one thing. I've kind of said something different. So that money will come from FIFA to who? The letter is not specific. According to our understanding, 
our understanding as I'm talking to you, it will go directly to the players. I'm just covering the other part also, because when pe- people would love to speculate now, and what if it goes to Safa? Now I'm covering that part as well. But should it go to Safa? Because that money is allocated to the ladies in, in clear. It, it, it is not for the association. Association it gets its pre- proprietary money that goes to them, so they prepare. So, Safa yep. get that from FIFA. So whatever yep. you need to fly or to prepare yep. or to host a, a Botswana, to host even better opposition or even worse opposition, whatever it is that you would want to do, that money is allocated. So that yep. that has been given to the ladies, should it, according to the association, go directly to their bank accounts? Listen carefully, Robert. FIFA controls that, that. We call it the pot. FIFA controls that pot. They decide as to where that money must go to. We want that money to go directly to the players. Directly to the players. That's what we say. But if that money gets to, to, to Salfa, we cannot touch that money. Even if we do want to touch that money, we cannot. But then, to be honest, though, Mr. Vice President, the... That was one of the key issues that the ladies were unhappy about is that there was no clear stipulation as to exactly this point that we are talking about. It didn't say anything about the funds. It didn't say anything about, uh, you know, who's going to receive the funds in the contract that they were supposed to sign. So had they signed that, then they would have been signing whatever it is that ends up happening to them. And they didn't want that. They wanted clear specification as to what happens to that funding. Surely they were correct in standing up for that. You say, Robert, English is not our first language, and therefore we must read English very carefully. When I read that FIFA letter, it was very clear where that money must go to. I understand that, and I think you and everybody should understand that. Yeah, yeah. but but, but but I think that letter must go there. Yeah, but I mean, what, what, what I'm saying, there. what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that what the ladies' contracts said. We hear what soft, I mean, what FIFA said. But I'm saying that the ladies who are under the auspices of the South African Football Association probably wanted that to be included in the contract. And that's the operative word, probably. I'm saying this is where the premise that we move from, right from the start. This is the premise we move from. If there was any other understanding, that's an understanding which is not correct. We cannot touch this money. So at the top of the list, so at the top of the list of things that you obviously publicized in the six minute first video says right at the top from the ladies, they say in bold, we will not sign the contract without our amendments being heard and acted upon. So it's exactly what I'm trying to raise is that those amendments were not there. I need to take a quick break. Uh, We've got the vice president on the line. When you come back from the break, we'll introduce our studio guest. Uh, Portia has taken a bit of a, a leave of absence based on where she is as far as her traveling is concerned. But yeah, be part of the chat. Send us your WhatsApp voice notes. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. All right, Sports Worldwide chatting to the SAFA Vice President. Uh, that's uh, Bennett Bailey. Uh, he is on the line, and I think uh, the point of departure uh, was just out of the ad break, uh, the issue of uh, the monies and where that should be heading off to. And uh, maybe you want to add on to that, because my understanding, again, Mr. Vice President, is that, uh, you know, we saw SAFA, they've published 
yourselves. You've put out a circular from FIFA, which obviously clearly states that each member association receives the 1.56 million US dollars, which is 30 million uh, for the group stages to cover the tournament-related costs. Uh, but then number two, each player receives a performance-based funding of 30,000 US dollars, 565 rands for the group stages. So how else do we clearly explain this, not only to ourselves as the public, but also to the ladies who are unhappy? Yeah, it's, and that, therefore, it's, if it's misunderstood, and therefore the amendments which the players ask that it be added to the contract says, and you, you saw that, it says that 30,000, the FIFA money should be excluded from the bonus. So they acknowledge that they are aware that there's FIFA bonus which should come their way. And therefore, uh, not bonus, money that must come their way, and the, a bonus must be on top of that. So they acknowledge that, just for the fact, they've asked for that uh, addition, they've acknowledged that fact. And uh, so just they were away, yeah. the money will come to them. Okay, let me just ask a clear question. Is SAFA going to add on any monies themselves from the association outside of what FIFA are giving the ladies? The association doesn't have any money. And therefore, our president has been searching for now for the last two days to try and secure funds. Today, he advised that he's been successful in, 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 in getting that. He met with the players today, and the players are also happy with that commitment. And therefore, we're having a joint press conference tomorrow. And they are ready to depart for the World Cup. Do you still believe, though, that the, the stadium was an adequate stadium to have that farewell game? I, don't, I didn't see anything wrong with the stadium. The quality of the pitch, uh, the fact the that... Yeah, but, yeah. Robert, you should know, you're from up north. That is what the pitch looked like this time of the year. No, I'm not from up north. I'm from KZN. Oh, sorry, sorry, but the people from up north. Sorry, my apologies. No, I'm no, from no. down south. Um, our grass is muddy this time of the year. That is what the grass looked like that side of the world. Yeah, so, so your statement says that the match commissioner went and had a look at the pitch, he had an inspection of the yep. toilets and, and so on. Yeah. But a match commissioner is not going to declare. I, his, his duty for the day is to look after the status of the game because the ground would have been checked by people that are supposed to check the ground as well as can it host a game of whatever magnitude it is. So a match commissioner, in my eyes, that is not his duty to say, can the game go ahead or not? Um, for the ladies who are bound to go to a World Cup, if they roll an ankle, if something happens to them during that game, that is all we're talking about. The state of the pitches, maybe again, could be a software problem, but let's leave that for another day. I'm just saying, yeah. on the day, for ladies who are preparing to go to a World Cup, you offer them a pitch like that. What are the risks? You, you know, I've played on artificial turfs before, and I saw um, players break their ankles. So if it happens, it happens. So that can happen on any field. I've seen people play played on carpet. Um, um, we call it carpet when it's a good turf, um, and they break their ankles also. So that can happen anywhere. The point I'm making is that, is it conducive for a game? And you're wrong. The match commissioner rules on those matters. The match commissioner will tell you, this pitch is not fit to play. I've been to, to venues where a match commissioner stepped in and said, we're not going to play because there's 
problems at the gold mark, there's problems in the centerpiece, there's problems, problems, problems. I've been to games like that. The match commissioner ultimately gives the go-ahead, him or herself, and the, the general coordinator in determining if a game can continue. Secondly, also, the referees, the CAF referees over here, they also officiated. They, they didn't declare the, the pitch unfit. Then, the team management went out because the players raised that as a concern. And the team management came back and they also said, there's nothing wrong. Then we sent our own um, general manager also to go check. And this person has been responsible for FIFA and CAF matters before. And he also gave a clean bill of health. So on that basis, we proceeded. But should we not respect uh, people that are World Cup bound, that want to go to a World Cup, not wanting to risk anything like that? Um, I, I think I'll leave you to digest that. The Just a quick one. Are you able to put down on the table on this call right now the 30 million rand that each member association receives from FIFA? What is that used for? What are you using it for? 30 million rand. Correct. Which one is it? The one that the member association receives, the 1.56 million US dollars. 1.56. Oh, uh, are you. Okay, this was not part of what I was told to come here today for, tonight for. But are you not aware of it from the circular? No, 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 no. Because you need to tell me which money are you talking about because I need to know before I respond. Because I am here to respond and your producer, I assume that's the, the person's title, asked me to respond to the videos which we put out, which I was responsible for. Mm. But this is, this is part of it though because FIFA, FIFA does send money or, or you're not aware of the money sent through to the no, member association. What money are you talking about? So you don't know if of you any can put money. A name to it, if, if you can put a name to it. We receive a lot of money from FIFA for this, for A, for B. There's the FIFA forward account. There's another account and another account. So I'm asking this 1.4 because you're very specific. It's 1.56 million US dollars to cover the tournament-related costs. Oh, you talk about the tournament-related costs. Correct. That's the point I wanted to get to, Robert. Um, I have been saying now, it. Uh, no, 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 no. You didn't give the title to it. And that is what I wanted to respond to. Okay. Um, that is for, like you say, the tournament related. If there is um, the flights and whatever they need to make arrangements for. And that is to get them to New Zealand and Australia. That is what it is. And if there are, there's any money left, that letter also of FIFA says, then the rest of the money must be spent on football development and in this instance it means woman development that is what it is for so, so so because this project is still ongoing there's no money left as yet obviously they will be budgeted but as you know mm. a budget you can go over the amount but in the end the rest must go towards football women's football development and it's ring fence by the way now let me quickly go through this i wish we had more time um, the ladies are saying, as part of the grievances, that the Lecoq Sportif has only given them two tracksuits for a World Cup, no accessories like luggage bags or the basic things needed for the cold weather in New Zealand. Uh, they've given them sneakers, 
that they did not decide on. They were not comfortable, according to them. Remember, they are the athletes. Several players had to sit out of training due to injuries picked up from those sneakers. Uh, it says, we've had the same clothes since the Lecoq Sportif uh, sponsorship took over. Uh, says they're not going to play at Sakani. It's unfit for African champions. So are, are these true, all of these points that they make? You see, Robert, I, I think that I need to explain designs first. If people doesn't understand how designs work. Um, if you take another brand, they will have a, 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 a change of the design and they do that universally and that is it. And it will last maybe for two years or from one World Cup to the other one. Now we are in between. We are now, this contract with uh, Lacoste expires in 2025. So we are in between that. So the design is told this is all it's the same. Okay? So until such time that they change that, that is what we are duty bound to wear. The issue of the sneakers, we note that and if you don't want um, um, in terms of the rules, we must wear the apparel issued by the sponsors. And that is being dealt with because it, it, it if it doesn't if it's not nice, not well, not nice, but if it's not um, fitting people properly, if not the uh, proper size, then we must exchange that. But the bottom line is from the team management, they are dealing with that and it's being attended to. Like I said, all these issues has been, it was only one matter left, the issue of the finances. And that has been dealt with by Dr. Jordan today and it's been sorted. So, so you're going to give them the monies that they wanted as, far, as part of the grievances? I never said that. No, I'm asking, it's a question. Yes. I'm saying the following. They have found each other, and tomorrow an announcement will be made. Has somebody stepped in to assist in the funding? Has a Patrice Matsipa stepped in? I don't know. Tomorrow we will we will see. But you should know. You're the vice president. <laughs> I mean, if somebody has stepped in, if Patrice <laughs> Matsipa has stepped in. If I must admit now and, and tell people everything, then tomorrow the press conference will not be necessary. This so is the press conference. <laughs> Robert, let's get to the press conference for that, for the detail. But I think the only thing I'm asking is, has somebody stepped in to rescue the mission? That is where we are now. That has been done, and that commitment has been given or, or conveyed to the, to the uh, players, and they are very comfortable. I've got Kosher Karen, who's here, is an investment banker. A professional investor listening into the conversation. I think he has a question or two to ask um, okay. before I let you go, Mr. Vice President. No, thank you. Just hold on, hold on. Yeah, hey. no, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Th thanks for having me, Rob. I've got 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one. Well, I have many questions, that's for sure. Mr. Bellin, one question for you. We're dealing with top-tier athletes here. These are women that are champions. They're prestigious. They brought pride to the country the heart and soul of the footballing nation. Do you feel all of this is going to distract and detract from potentially what could be a glorious performance in the upcoming tournament? Do you feel what's happening off the pitch is now an unwanted, needless distraction from players who should be training, focusing on everything that happens on the pitch? And if so... Do you feel like you will be responsible if Baliana meltdown collapse and have a terrible performance in the upcoming tournaments? Do you feel, Mr. Bennett, that you will have blood on your hands 
if no, Bonyola don't use, collapsed. Don't, don't, don't use words like that, sir. No, we don't use words like that. Blood on our hands. Okay, no, would, you, would you have... Would you have the... No, you must withdraw would, you, would you have a very unhappy that, public saying, Mr. Bella, you that? may not be fit to be no. an administrator. How would yes. you feel? Take me through you how know, you'd feel. You see, you see the problem you sit with, I don't even know you. Now you, 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 you're telling me now I, have blood on, I, I will have blood on my hands. We don't use language like that. Okay. Moving Maybe away from blood in your hands, you would you would would you sleep? Let, let me let me let me soften it up for you, Mister Bellefit. Mister Bellefit, let me in the struggle. Let, 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 let me soften it for you. Will you feel? Will you sleep well at night, knowing Panyala thinking about how to feed themselves, how to put food on the table, while administrator fat cats have been eating nicely over the last couple of years, paying themselves juicy little. Bonus tokens over to COVID. World, How do you, you feel about that? The world, sir. I don't even know you. Why are you telling lies to the world? The world. It doesn't. You don't it even isn't. know me. It doesn't. You don't even know it me. It doesn't. I, I also don't know you. You don't have to I know, know me. You know you in football. You Mr. Bellet. I don't, don't know you in football. It, you don't you have don't to know, know me in football. You, you will know me in finance, Mr. Bellet. And here's the thing. Mr. Bellet, can I ask you a question? How much... How much have you earned oh. over the last three years yes. as an administrator? Yes. Go, go and do your homework because you want to sound intelligent. How, how much go have you earned? Homework. How much have you go, earned relative to a football player? How, what is the... Re- you what are not is, worthy. You're not worthy. I may not be worthy, Mr. Bailey. However, I'll ask you a question. You are busy how much have you made you are busy relative disturbing. to the average Baliana player? And you know no, what I can tell you because I have the numbers in front of me. No, you are busy disturbing. Mr. Bailey, what you've done you and your you, cronies as administrators yes, have you, bled football dry in South Africa. No, you have sponged you, off you it sir. like leeches, you're, like parasites. Let me quickly yes. come in here. Sorry. You're a big let, parasite yourself. Okay, let, 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 me, let me come in here and um, just in terms of, I know Koshek's going to come back, break down the numbers um, after the break as well. Uh, Mr. Bennett, so that you don't get cut off and, and, and we do, I want to do a, a proper Thank you uh, for coming on. We will find out what happens tomorrow. And I think at, at the bigger scheme of things, you're saying you're finding each other. Um, yes. We have the information of where that rescue mission would have come from, and I, I appreciate that. And if it only happens tomorrow that we get to know, that is still okay. There are a lot of problems, and I hope that post all of this that has happened, we are able to sit down and map a way forward for the ladies who deserve a little bit more respect than what they've had been given up until now. That is all. And, and, and I really thank you. I appreciate it. Thank but you. don't bring that muhu again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Nice one. We're going to come back after the break and we'll chat finances. Hashtag MSW live now. on 947 Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live at the same time. Again. You know, I'm getting, I'm sweating, I'm sweating where I am, I'm driving, I'm sweating just to think of these sub-administrators, especially the, the, the MEC uh, who was, who was this, uh, just saying whatever you wanted to say about Dr. Kumal. Dr. Kumal has done so much for this country. That MEC is, 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 is just there because of political uh, uh, corruption of theirs, you know, I'm... I'm disturbed by, by this, you know, Sabun Good afternoon, Rob. This is Patani down here in Deben. 
What happened then, Takani? I don't understand. Uh, PSL itself, they don't take the uh, women's football seriously. Now here comes the mother body, Safa. They don't take them seriously also. If they were given the money from FIFA and they don't want to give them, where do they want to take the money to? No, we have to be serious, guys. These people, they, they need to be serious or else we have, we have to replace them now because I don't think I don't think they're taking the, the country serious. They don't take the country serious. The leadership of, of Johnny Chedan, no, we're tired of him now. We're tired of this leadership. Hi, good evening, Robert. Uh, you, you are speaking to Tembela here in Randbeck. Robert, I, I think we have endured this uh, so so enough now. Um, it is not the first time that Safa um, is doing these scandals. So I think I call this a scandal. And I think it is clear that Danny Jordan, he must go to his friends in politics and then he must leave our football. Thank you. Right, lots of your voice thoughts that are coming through. It is hashtag MSW Marama Sports Worldwide. The Minister of Sport, uh, Zizi Godwa, having just tweeted, he says, we met with Safa and Safpu, the players' union, today to consider uh, issues pertaining to government's uh, commitment in resolving the issues raised by Banyana Banyana. I'm also meeting with our girls this evening in Johannesburg. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's all over a whole series of meetings that are going on and they're supposed to depart tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure about their mental preparedness as well for this uh, trip. Well, you'd have heard the uh, the voice, uh, Koshik Karen, uh, who is an investment banker, professional investor, media uh, personality, currently the CEO of financial media platform uh, Banker X, also the chairman of alternative investment firm uh, Altvest Capital, which looks to invest in sports teams and also the franchises, having uh, just had a couple of uh, questions thrown back and forth uh, with the vice president of the South African Football Association. So what we needed was his economic mind, his financial mind, his investor mind in all that has played out. Without asking too many leading questions from your side, you've watched, you witnessed. Based on the research you've, you've done and had, what does it say about where we are and where women's football is as a country? Rob, there's a little load shedding in the studio, but we are in a dark, dark place. That's for sure. Women's football in this country is in a terrible, dire situation. And thanks largely in part to football administrators. Inept, leeches, bloodthirsty, absolute cretins of the game that soak up all of this cash, all of these resources, while the women that are wearing the national badge on their shirts for us, going out to play, going out and bringing accolades home, are wondering, how do I put food on the table? What happens to my legacy as a footballer? I'm wearing suit... What is it? Track suits that don't fit me. I'm a, I'm a champion, Rob. Mm. I deserve better. While administrators are paying themselves these juicy, fat bonuses through COVID... National Executive Committee, Rob, pay themselves 20.8 million rands. There's 40 members. There's 40 members in National Executive Committee, Rob. There's not even 40 members in the football team. There's more administrators than there are footballers. Surely there's something wrong when the conversation moves away from being on the pitch to self-enrichment off the pitch. But then how do we clamp down on that? Uh, you would have heard a little bit of the exchange that we had with the Vice President. Uh, they, they, they're adamant that they've found a solution. Uh, but can professional athletes realistically survive solely of playing 
the you know just literally on the playing wages that they have unequivocally no rob no unequivocally no michael jordan right now in his entire career he's made four percent of his total earnings from playing basketball four percent for every dollar he's made he's made four cents on the basketball court Lionel messi right now ballon d'or greatest of all time the cristiano ronaldo fanboys are going to hate me on twitter saying that he makes more money off the pitch than he does on the pitch. As a pro athlete, Rob, your career is extremely limited. You have a few years. If you're injured, it's all over. Here's a grim stat that I'll leave you with, Rob. 80% of NFL footballers, 60% of NBA players, and 40% of EPL players go bust three years after retirement. Yeah. You cannot survive on player wages. It is unsustainable completely. Then how, as a nation, do we have on the eve of a major tournament like this, KK, breathe and say to the ladies, look at them in the face, and say, go out there, fight like soldiers, get to the next round, qualify to the knockout stages, and feel that we've done them well when they rocked up to Tsagane Stadium, didn't play the game, had asked at about 11 o'clock that they not be included in that, what they called the shambles that was going on. And then we bid them farewell because tomorrow there'll be a press conference. Uh, we'll sing lovely songs because now there is a solution. I told you where I think the solution has come from. They did not accept it. But, you know, we do enough research here on the show uh, to find out what happens behind the scenes. But then how ready are they going to be for this major tournament? Rob, mentally, where's your head at as a pro footballer? You're being treated as if this is a hobby. You're doing an act of charity. Someone's coming up to you and saying, go play football because you like it. Football is expensive, Rob. There's travel, there's nutrition, there's equipment, there's training. There's the cost of your time. That opportunity costs, Rob. Mm. The stuff that you could have been doing, but you invest your entire life deciding to be a footballer. And you know what? You're not asking for much. You, you look at the numbers, Rob, relative. Mm. In a relative sense, if you recalibrate, they are training accountants earning more than South African women footballers in this country. There's something wrong with this. But is there an actual a business case, though, for women-led sports? I mean, right now, realistically, if you had to be brutally honest, I know you're somebody who's very brutally honest in a lot of your engagements, but is there an actual business case for women-led sport? 100% yes. It's been proven in the U.S., it's been proven around the world. The U.S. women's football team is an incredible example of this, Rob. Yeah. And you know what the problem is right now? We have far too many chiefs, too little Indians. No pun intended. But we've got too many administrators out there, right? We've got too many people earning these fat salaries. And let's, let me run through very quickly what the U.S. women's football team did. You know, a few years ago, they had a very successful World Cup. And what they did was they decided we're going to take over our licensing rights. Mm -hmm. So t-shirts, scarves, trading cards, mugs, bobbleheads, the works. They took it over. They made $1 million in revenue for themselves, Rob. $1 million in revenue. You know, people talk about, is, is there a business case? Most watched game ever on ESPN Plus last year, Iowa versus LSU. Most watched college basketball game ever happened last year. One last stat I'll leave with you, Rob. Based on the research. Yeah. In 2019, the highest selling ever shirt 
in a single season on Nike.com. Take guess what it was, Rob. Highest selling Highest jersey selling jersey. Of any sport. Of any sport. All time. Nike.com. Would have been Michael Jordan? Close. The US women's shirt. Interesting. Highest selling piece of merch. All time. So you tell me, is there a business case 100%? Do you need the right people? Also 100%. But then why, why are there common arguments against why women athletes should be paid more? And are they valid? Just on the back of that stat that you've just given us. They're 100% valid. How so? The arguments stack up, right? The argument says, hey, men make more money, men should get paid more money. Great. It does stack up. But here's the thing. You've got to, you need money to make money, Rob. Mm. Somebody's got to invest in the stuff. And here's where the trigger point is. We can't, we've got to stop treating women's sport as a charity, as a nice to have, as a CSI initiative. We've got to think about it like businessmen, businesswomen, right? The moment we change our lens and we think about women's sports as a business, as something that's going to churn a profit, as something that's economical, you know what you do? You plow back into it. You make it work. The second you think of it as, hey, it's charity. Oh, it's an empty stadium. Oh, it's a grudge purchase. Oh, why do I have to sponsor the woman? You will never unlock the true value of it. And that requires three things. Investment, sponsors, and support. Now, I'm going to throw a drop a grenade on this before I leave and throw it out there. You, everyone has strong opinions about women's sports. How many people are watching women's sports? How many women are supporting women's sports, Rob? Yeah. It's easy to say, let's close the gender pay gap. Let's go and support the women. Guess what? The only way you close the pay gap is for every single one of us to close the gap with them. We've got to be watching this stuff. You've got to be buying tickets. You've got to be buying merch. You've got to be supporting the women. You've got to be going out there and showing up. Just saying close the wage gap is not enough. You've got to make the numbers work. Yeah, but there's also going to be facilities where we can go buy the merchandise. I mean, we would love nothing more than to all be wearing, like we've always done, wearing Springbok jerseys, wearing the protest jerseys, wearing Bafana Bafana jerseys, as we edge them out to the OR Tambo International Airport tomorrow. But we probably don't even know where we can go get this merchandise. I don't think it's been put out there from the association to say, guys, you know what? Online here, have a huge drive. I think there's more of a drive from Netball to make us wear the netball jerseys as they've got a tournament in Cape Town uh, just down the line. But he, here it is. Here's the catch. This was some of the things that they wanted over and above what uh, the FIFA pay packet was going to be. They wanted a participation fee of 50,000 rand. Get to the group stage. They must get 400,000 rand. Get to the round of 16. They wanted 800,000 rand. Quarterfinal 1.6. Fourth round 2 million. Third round 2.5. Second 3 million. Winners 3.5. Is that asking for too much from a football association? Rob, we drove to the studio right now in Santon. There are cars driving around the square mile that are worth more than our national team is asking for for a payout. These are not huge numbers. You want to see huge numbers? Look at Lyle Messi moving to Miami. Mm. Look at the guys moving this transfer window to the Saudi. Middle East, mm. to Saudi. Those are big numbers, Rob. Those are life-changing money. What our women's team is asking for here is, if anything, I'd ask them to ask for more, right? They're underselling themselves. Honestly, they're asking for the bare bones, basic minimums. And you know what? Administrators are making them sing and dance for it. It's a sham. It's disgraceful. It's, it's actually, it, 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 the whole situation is disgusting.
And I really would urge people listening to the show because I, I didn't have and couldn't find six minutes anywhere to play the six minutes that the vice president put out. I mean, there's two versions of six minutes as well. And when you have an NEC member that says we have made these Banyana Banyana players, all sorts of despicable language that was used. I mean, he has a guy who travels the length and breadth of the country as a head of delegation to go and accompany teams playing on the continent. And then you go and open your mouth as an NEC member and you say that we have made Banyana Banyana. These girls are just complaining. They're just going on a holiday to the World Cup. I mean, really, if you are being asked to withdraw your statement early on, before that press conference tomorrow, I would say that that NEC member needs to withdraw the comments that he made about the national team. That should be the first departure point, is you make that apology to the national team that you have insulted on your Facebook page. Because I do not think we are here and we are ready for all of that. That's not your job to do that. Whether you publish it in your personal capacity or not, it really does not matter. Facebook is not a personal fiefdom of anybody. You are putting it out there. You want people to know your views. Final take, KK. Rob, there's one easy way to solve this. 11 versus 11. Put 11 of those LEC members on the pitch against Baliala. Willer takes all. That's what I'm suggesting. Make it the Hunger Games of football out here. Because you know what? I've seen those LEC members, Rob, and those, none of them look like they can walk up a flight of stairs without having their asthma pumps and inhalers pumped down their throats. They're not fit. They're not physically fit. They're not mentally fit. They're certainly not financially fit to be running a football organization in this country. It's an absolute sham. Baliala players deserve better. Our women deserve better, Rob. But then long term, just a quick wrap. We've been here before. We don't want to be back here again. This is a national team. They'll be out there against some of the best in the world. Sweden are there, third ranked in the world. You've got Italy there, 16. You've got Argentina, ranked 26. So in, in, in my books, when you're standing there singing the anthem, you should have that gusto to say, we're going to do this no matter what. 100% Rob, the entire country needs to be behind you. And you know what? I like pats on the back. I like pats on the shoulder. I like well done. I like great job girls. But you know what? Attendance at the airport, they deserve money. Because nothing motivates high professional talented athletes like any athletes yeah. broadcasters bankers anyone like money so show them the money investment banker professional investor media personality Kosher karen my guest here tonight thank you so much we'll be back again tomorrow